Good morning. Welcome to Three Big Things Today for May 12th, 2023. This is Tony Drivis. Wheat futures surged in overnight trading as bargain hunters jumped into the market after prices declined. From mid-April through early May, prices plunged as global production is expected to rise year over year on, and on precipitation in the U.S. Southern Plains. Production worldwide is projected to increase to 789 million metric tons by the U.S. Department of Agriculture. If realized, that would be up from 779.1 million tons a year earlier. Futures rebounded slightly before falling again into yesterday's close, and investors overnight were likely buying contracts after prices found a floor. Corn futures were little changed overnight, while soybeans gained ahead of today's World Agricultural Supply and Demand Estimates, or WASDE, report from the USDA. Analysts are expecting the government to raise its outlook for old crop corn, bean, and wheat stocks slightly from April's report. Global corn and soybean ending inventories, however, are forecast to fall narrowly. Traders also are focused on the Black Sea Grain Initiative, the agreement that's keeping agricultural products flowing from Ukraine, which is set to, set to expire on May 18th without an extension. While nothing official was announced, Russian state news agency TASS said today that the deal had been extended by 60 days, citing a person familiar with the talks. Turkish Defense Minister Halusi Akar said in a statement that negotiators from Ukraine, Russia, Turkey, and the United Nations are nearing an extension agreement. Still, nothing has been set in stone, so for now at least, the deal has not been officially extended. Wheat for July delivery jumped eight cents to six thirty-five and a quarter a bushel overnight on the Chicago Board of Trade, while Kansas City futures added fifteen and a half cents to eight fifty-seven a bushel. Corn futures for July delivery rose a half cent to five eighty-two and three-fourths a bushel. Soybean futures for July delivery were up nine cents to fourteen fourteen and a half a bushel. Soy meal gained three dollars to four thirty-four forty a short ton, while soybean oil added zero point two six cent to fifty-one point four one cents a pound. Export sales of soybeans and wheat plunged into this in the seven days that ended on May 4th, according to a report from the USDA. Soybean sales for the week were reported 62,200 metric tons, down 79% from the previous week and 68% from the prior four-week average, the government said. Indonesia was the big buyer at 88,800 metric tons, followed by the Netherlands at 57,700 tons and Japan at 52,900 tons. Colombia bought 4,700 tons, and Egypt was in for 3,000 tons. An unnamed unnamed country canceled cargoes of 120,200 metric tons, and Portugal nixed shipments of 23,000 tons. Exports for the week came in at 411,000 metric tons, down 27% week to week. Wheat sales last week came in at 26,300 metric tons, lowest since the marketing year began on June 1 down 88% week-to-week and 86% from the average. An unnamed buyer purchased 17,000 metric tons. Mexico bought 10,500 tons. Venezuela purchased 5,000 tons. El Salvador was in for 1,400 tons, and Japan took 900 metric tons. Honduras canceled orders for 6,000 tons, Guatemala for 1,400 tons, and Ecuador for 1,200 tons, the USDA said. Exports last week fell 29% to 204,000 metric tons. Corn sales came in at 257,300 metric tons versus net reductions the previous week. Japan took 154,500 metric tons from U.S. supplies. Mexico bought 74,800 tons. South Korea was in for 70,800 tons. Colombia purchased 45,600 tons, and Canada bought 14,600 tons. 
The total would have been higher, but an unnamed country canceled shipments of 129,400 tons, and El Salvador nixed cargoes of 12,300 tons. Exports for the week dropped 33% to 1.15 million metric tons, the USDA said in its report. In weather, flood watches have been issued for counties in northeastern Colorado, northwestern Kansas, western Nebraska, and eastern Wyoming, according to the National Weather Service. In parts of Colorado and Kansas, excessive runoff from rains may cause rivers to overflow their banks. A flood watch is in effect for much of the area until noon mountain time. Flash flooding was expected overnight in parts of southern Nebraska and northern Kansas. Flooding also is a problem along the Missouri-Illinois border. At Hannibal, Missouri, the Mississippi River was at 20.7 feet and falling this morning. The river peaked at 21.9 feet on May 5th. Nearby railroad tracks and yards begin to flood at 20 and a half feet and flood stages 17 feet in the area.